I heard that you fired Mauricio. I did fire Mauricio. Yeah, fuck that. We I got found bitch. another guy who's better and browner. What's his name? His name is Sal Chichon, but we call him Sal. I call him Big Sal because I'm, I'm out of that Ooh, Sal shit. Big that. Sal. He got the girth. <laughs> Hear that rifle girth. <laughs> God dang it. <sighs> this is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. No 12 steps here. Although you can be sure of one thing, we will be drinking. Ah, that's right. If you'd like to follow along at home, we do have the play at home game. Every time we say, hey, 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 take a drink. Please do this responsibly. We will not be held responsible for legal issues or failed relationships. I don't know which one of those costs more. I think you do. I guess it kind of depends on how many kids you have. (laughs) In my case. I prefer the legal issue. Crank it up to 11, baby. Mm, let's do it. I'm Justin, and this is Christian. Hey! Hey, Christian. Today's cast is brought to you by Willie's Boudin. Willie's Boudin is made with all natural ingredients and crafted to perfection. Whether it's on the grill, in the pan, or on the smoker, if your party needs a little twist and shout, don't hesitate and bust your Willie out. Willie's Boudin, always a good decision. Hey, on uh, the Willie's Boudin front... Uh, I didn't talk to you, but I've already made a deal to secure two bags uh, Friday. There will be one full heavy-ass bag of boudin and one full heavy-ass bag of sausage. Oh, shit. Sausage? That's correct. Like kielbasa or... Like, if you don't get the fuck out of here with kiel... Whoa. <clears throat> I smell kielbasa. Are, are you triggered, dog? Said no black person ever. No, we don't like kielbasa. Hey, we like sausage with soul and spice. That's why people like, like some polka and some kielbasa, man. I don't man. know. Fuck, we're not doing that. You eat it all the time at my house. Oh, yes, I eat it because it's free. But in this case, I am paying. And if I'm paying, I want quality meat. Ooh. And that's what we're getting. So we're going to get a bag of boudin and a bag of sausage. You owe me $100. I'll go, I'll take my own $100. That's how good it is, y'all. These giant bags of boudin. Oh, you know what? I don't mean to make it sound like it costs a lot. These bags are like 50 pounds. Oh, no. These bags will last you like nine months. Yeah. If you eat boudin like every other day. It, it's kind of ridiculous. No, it's stupid. Willie makes an awesome, awesome thing of boudin. So so I talked to him the day it's set up. Friday, we're coming with the money. We're getting it. Okay. He was talking about having, I think he was talking about making lunch on Friday, but I don't know if he's going to do it after all, because I don't know if a rando will be there anymore. I Is it is it rando's birthday Friday? That's what I was told. Yeah, but I saw that by 921. 921, yeah. We probably should have asked Vic. I no, I did. I okay. asked her, and Willie asked me to ask her, and whatever. We go all the way down the line. Anyway, this is not podcast material. It's whatever it is. All right. Hey, so uh, this week let's start off with something interesting. That uh, maybe a personal tale. Christian, did, did you ever get in trouble in college? Did you ever have any kind of like wacky incidents happen? I'm sure you did. You did go to college, right? This is kind of throwing me off. Yeah, I went to plenty of colleges, actually. More than one? Or are you just visiting? Uh, no, more than one. I visited some others. Ah. Um, you know what? Let's, let's get into my first night moved out of my childhood home. I'm at Texas State University. Uh, for those of you who attended. That's TSU. I wasn't, no, TS, TSU is Texas Southern. Oh. It's just Texas State. Okay. It used to be Southwest Texas. 
Texas State Bobcats for life. I'm just kidding. I don't no give a fuck cares. about their team. Um, I was actually in the athlete's dorm. It was called the Blanca. First night, I'm with I'm with my good buddy Zach. We were out, uh, you know, just looking for whatever trouble we can get into. We found a little bit, not a lot, because we we got home at like midnight. Wait, wait, wait. How old are you guys? We at, are at that time. Are you minors? At that time, I'm 17. And he's 18. Oh, very much so, minors. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Continue. I moved out of house 17. Continue. Um, so we go into Blanco. Zach doesn't live there. I do. Um, we uh, we walk. We walk to the elevators to get to my third floor dorm. Hit the button. Wait a minute. Lo and behold, the door opens, and I see a white guy laying on his stomach, bare ass, in the elevator. In the elevator. However, that a was a young just man or an old man. Young man, of course. Young man. Ah. Um, hey. <laughs> that was uh, like that's what I saw first because I was probably a little bit inebriated. Uh, once I took a second look, there was a uh, female under him. He was thrusting. Oh, they were having sex in the elevator. In the elevator on day one. I was like, is this what college is? Oh, my God. You must have wanted to go to college so fast. Um, it was like everything they talked about on TV and the <laughs> movies. You were like, oh, my God. It really is true. Yeah, it really gave me a fucked up perception of what college was anyway. So so the door's open. We see this. I look at Zach. And he just laughs. So I laugh. And then we just look at him. So the door closes again. And I'm like, all right, I guess we're taking the stairs. Which theoretically would be the end of this story. However, wait, wait, you didn't try and butt fuck that guy. Um, I what about <laughs> me make you think that I'm trying to uh, enter men's rectums? I mean, you're in college, so you're experimenting now, right? And, and, no, I experimented with drugs, not man butt. It's okay if you do that. That just wasn't my cup. Not of that there's tea. anything wrong with that. So the next day, like I've, I've already forgotten about this. I passed out. After probably playing Halo 2 for like five hours with Zach, I passed out. I get up. I'm like, all right, walk to the elevator. Get in there, open the door. I look at the floor buttons. And there's a, a white, crusty substance oh. over just about every single floor button. Anthrax. It was anthrax. This guy had to have been shooting out Peter North. Come shots. Oh my god! Because every button was painted white. No. So I just put my put my finger in my shirt and hit the ground floor. I feel like that's the best option you had. I really. <laughs> I mean, it was on the door open button too. There was really nothing I could do. I was trapped. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, I was trying to think of something that I had done, and I after after thinking about it for a while. Most people that knew me in college probably have better college, better have have better Justin stories than I do. Um, but there is one that sticks out to me in particular that I remember very well, and it's it's slightly humorous. We were at a block party Halloween party, right? Halloween college, right? And I was pretty sure I was the Big Lebowski, which I did like every year for like seven years because I was like Van Wilder. Didn't in you college. do that last year? Get some creativity. Hey, man, I get to wear my pajamas and not do anything. It's really easy, and I like it. Sounds good. You have no no room to talk, sir. You didn't like my Bill Cosby costume? I loved it. But I'm saying it was simple. It was easy. It took very little dollars to do. I didn't do it for four years. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're at this uh, Halloween block party. Um, I'm on probation at the time, probably for an alcohol-involved incident. 
Um, I remember one of the front houses that was on the block got raided, right? And I had some friends that lived on the house in the corner. So the cops show up, and me being the dude in my flip-flops and my pajamas, and on probation, I'm not supposed to be there or be doing anything. So I run, right? Just like everybody else does. So I run to this house that I remember my friends stayed in, and it's, you know, it's not far. I'm, we're talking like five, 600 feet from <laughs> where the houses that got raided were. And they don't live there anymore. The house is dark, it's black, and the cops are out looking for people with spotlights. And then something more terrible than the cops looking for you while you're on probation happens. Bum, bum, bum! My stomach and my asshole have to explode. And there's nothing I can do. So I try the front door. It is locked. I siddle around the side of the garage, avoiding the policemen that are patrolling the area. And I try the garage door. The side. There's a, there's a side door to the garage. Holy shit. It's open. No one lives here. But someone left this door unlocked. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I was about to say that was nothing but the grace of God. So I am very drunk. And I open this door, and it's very pitch black. So I walk through, and I'm going through it, and I can see, obviously, there's no bathroom in the garage. But I'm like, okay, I can make it to the backyard, right? So I go to the backyard. I've made it past the cops. It's like some Metal Gear Solid shit. I've made it to level two. (laughs) So I'm in the backyard. They have a very nice pool and yard, by the way, if y'all are thinking about buying property in Edinburgh. There's a nice corner house right off 107 that you should think about purchasing. However, hey, are they paying us? No. All right. I still have to take a wicked poop. Where do I go? Well, the there's bathroom some, is all around you. There are th- true. There are no bathrooms anywhere near anywhere. So, I use the brick wall on the back side of the garage. And I hoisted myself up and I faced the pool and I did what I needed to do. And then I crab walked to the pool and I cleaned myself. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I, hum- I jumped the fence. I got a ride. I got back to my apartment. I passed out and it was all good. But when I woke up the next day, I did not have a cell phone. My cell phone was gone. My little brick piece of shit that I had in college was nowhere to be found. But I've got like a 10.30 class, so I wake up, hungover, go to class, just like any other college day. And I'm outside smoking a cigarette, and I'm talking to, we'll call him Adam. I'm talking to Adam, and we're talking about this weekend, and I was like, man, you'll never believe what happened this weekend. And I'm telling this joke about me shitting all over this house. And uh, he's, he's just laughing. And I was like, actually... The house is like across the street. Do you want to go see if my cell phone's there? So we go scale the wall, and there, against the garage on the brick, is this giant shit mark all the way down the brick. Oh, no. <laughs> and right there, unscathed by the pool, is my brick cell phone. I really wanted him to have shit all <laughs> over his cell phone, but he didn't do oh, it. Oh, no. I really wanted oh, it, guys. No. It was I probably... wanted it for you guys. <laughs> It was probably this close to falling in the pool and being... Actually, it was a brick. It would have been fine if it hit the bottom of the pool. It would have been nah, if you had one of the Nokia green screens. Oh, bro. yeah, it was a Nokia green screen. I went out one night, got so fucking drunk. My brother had to haul me in the house. I'm throwing up. Fucking, I'm in my... 
in, at my parents' house, downstairs bathroom. I'm throwing up and shitting at the same time. Oh, Don't ask no. me why I'd shit. I just pull my pants all the way off. Because I've thrown up on them already. I'm like, hey, bud, throw these in the washer. <laughs> and my brother, I mean, he, he's down. He's down. He just threw them in there. Little did I know my cell phone was in the bitches. They got washed and, oh. washed and dried. Put the cell phone out. Turn it on. Perfectly fine. Boop-a-doop. Shout outs to Nokia. I know they're not paying us, but damn it, that's excellent. But goddamn, did they make a good phone? That yes, could they run did. Forever. And when somebody was pissing you off, you could just throw it at their head. Yeah, because that it's shit a brick. wasn't gonna break. My phone was called the brick for a reason. It wasn't gonna break. Everybody knew Rygard had a brick. All right, we should probably get out of these debaucherous stories. We can talk about something else. Something that happened this weekend: uh, Triple G and Canelo fought. <sighs> Christian's still a little ticked off. My wallet still hurts a little bit. Yeah, so does Even though I should have listened to Fred, but whatever. The fight was great. It was a good fight. It was the fight of the year. It was the fight of the year. Uh, It was close, although when I was growing up, my parents were big boxing fans. They always said the, the challenger has to take it from the champ. And Canelo didn't do that. Hey. Hold on. Little background. Yeah. When he says this, when he says the challenger has to take it from the champ, that means that if it comes down to decision, uh, it needs to be noticeable. It needs to be obvious. No, it needs to be clear. Clear and obvious that the challenger outclassed the champ. Absolutely. For you to take belts from the champ. That's how I grew up. When Was I, this when the I, case when this I watched time? boxing, absolutely not. In fact, I had... I had a lot of people said they had um, Triple G 7-5, to five, and I'd totally agree with that, if not 8-4. to four. Now, you could give a round or two here or there, but in no way were you ever like, oh, man, Canelo won the fight. In no way. There's no way in my mind that you can call that fight for Canelo. Um, maybe, maybe a draw, but Triple G won that. But you know I'm what? Not I'm not getting into that. Nope. Not getting that. It should have been a draw, at the very least. Um, but we're talking about one of the most traditionally crooked and corrupt sports yep. in all of history. That's what you get. You know, you know what it is when you're going in. Well, we said before the fight, there's no way they give Triple G a decision. He's gonna have to knock this dude out. Yep. Got to give it to Canelo. He's Absolutely. got a great chin. Great chin. He does have a good chin. And to be fair, and we know boxing is all about advertising and making dollars, Canelo is the future. Yeah, he's a much bigger draw, which is why he won the fight. Yeah. If we switch the ages on these fighters, oh. but they fight the exact there, same fight, there would be no triple G triple wins. Triple G wins. No, yeah. Hands down, triple G wins that fight. Absolutely. Should we should we get into should we get into what I woke up to trending on Twitter today? Oh no. Please don't. I, I also have something to talk about. So, well, go ahead. Christian wakes up, and I normally wake up a little bit pissed off because I got three kids and a wife. Sucks. And I work a job for the man every night and day. Da, da, but anyway, da. so I get up. Hey. Head into work. Can, don't tell nobody, but I'm driving, but I open up my Twitter app because the drive does itself when you've done it 7,000 times. Um, Oh, what my Twitter app? And I'm like, the fuck? Toadstool is trending on Twitter? Oh, man. And I'm like, oh, my God. Hey, did Nintendo release, like, a new game or some DLC? They did not. Uh, and I also saw Mario Kart, and I was like, oh, what the fuck's going on with Nintendo? I don't even fuck with him like that, but I want to see. 
But what it was is Stormy Daniels, Stormy Daniels talking about President Trump's penis. His penis. Saying that it looked like a fucking toadstool. And I quote, a dick like that mushroom character in Mario Kart. She didn't even say toad. Now, there's a lot to unpack here. First of all, it's disrespectful to refer to Toadstool like he began his Mario career in Mario Kart. He's been a staple long before Since the that. beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Toad's been there a long time. Hey, Christian, the princess is in another castle. Another fucking castle. That was Toad's... That was his role. Secondly... Also, he's my favorite character in Mario Kart, and he's ruined that for me. Yeah. Although, although the next time I beat you, I can say I beat you with Trump's penis, which is kind of alluring. Well, all that tells me is that Christian's Princess Peach will never lose to you again. How did that penis feel like? Mm. But even what's more fucking all best. of that is, think about it, think about it, think about it like this. Yeah, she called it. She called this PP a toadstool. But she was the one eating the magic mushroom. Yeah. Oh, and, and she boop, 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 leveled up from that shit. Yes, now she's she getting book deals. Now she's she getting booked book on deals. TV. And I'm imagining. She ate the magic mushroom and she got a lot taller. Yeah. She got paid and then decided that she's going to write a book deal and talk and, trash. And she's going to keep getting All paid. it is is slander. I'm almost positive. I don't know how thick this book uh, is. I mean. We're going to see. But uh, the bar for slander is high. Yeah. It is very high. Especially for public figures. So I'm not going to say it's all slander. Like, if this bitch... She put the dick in her mouth. She's been closer to it than let's, us. If it looked like a, a mushroom, let's then it looked like a mushroom. Let's think about this. Let's think about it. How possibly long could her interaction with the POTUS have been? Three minutes? <laughs> Four minutes? Let's say it takes ten minutes. How many pages is this book? You know, I have no idea. Uh, There's got to be a ratio there I'm of bullshit. I'm fairly sure that she laid down with our present POTUS before he was POTUS more than once. Uh, you might be right on that. I'm pretty sure it was more than once. But for her to be like, it looked like a weird mushroom. I'm just like, well, <laughs> bitch, you were sucking and fucking it. Like, you're not shaming him. You're shaming y'all. Why were you? Uh, you I mean, you did it. that money. What do you mean? Why? Yeah, you know why. The money. The money. Because yeah. she was getting paid. Oh, I get it. As a matter of fact, I feel like she said Trump left money on the li- on the nightstand, and she felt dirty about it. But, <sighs> bitch, you didn't feel dirty when he asked you to sign that NDA and paid you a also, fucking that was your six job. figures. No, Justin. No. It was not her job. Her job was to have sex with people on, on tape. camera. Sorry. Not just to have sex with I'm them. I'm sorry. She was an paid. actress. You're right. Hey, man, I don't want to piss off the sex workers who might listen to this show. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, speaking of our POTUS. Toastal's ruined. And we've got uh, Hurricane Florence is hitting the Carolinas, and it's it's awful, and we pray for those people every day. But there was a tweet from from, uh, our POTUS that I wanted to go into that I had some responses from that were just too good to pass up. So he was talking about Puerto Rico, and he's got he's got under some very heavy scrutiny over Puerto Rico. But his his tweet came out said three thousand people did not die in the two hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico. When I left the island after the storm had hit, they had anywhere from six to eighteen dead. 
As time went by, it did not go up by much. Then, a long time later, they started to report really large numbers, like 3,000. So, some Twitter guys decided to follow up with this tweet, which made me laugh a lot. Dr. Maya Engboop says, The Holocaust, if you even call it that, killed maybe 15, 20 people tops. Wait, 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 stop. What the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck said that again? Dr. Maya Angeboobs. Maya Angeboobs? Maya oh, Angeboobs. it's a Twitter account. It's a Twitter account. All right. Are you getting triggered over there? Yes. He's making fun of the president using a similar, I don't know. I, I, got, I got fooled on that. Okay. I'm going to fall back. Go ahead, Justin. I'm going to show you the next one by Incorrega Bill. Alderan will be back up on its feet in no time. <laughs> back to Maya boobs. The Hindenburg hit a little turbulence. <laughs> from right, from right, Donnie right. Boy. I'm totally on board. We're back to Bill. The Yates family had a little setback. No. <laughs> we got another guy in here. Native 1-0-1. Native Americans were so happy to leave for their reservations, they really should call it the Trail of Tears of Joy. No. Oh, Trumpito. And then in Curriga Bill one more time, Thanos, for all his talk, only did what? Take out a couple minor characters? They don't even have speaking lines. <laughs> Sad. Sad. <laughs> From yours truly, our POTUS, this Nacious D. I found these extremely humorous. I know some of them are very insensitive. But they're just people on fun making fun of our president. That's correct. If you're a sensitive person, this is not the podcast for you. However, earlier when I told you, hey, man, I think this podcast might get a little bit dark. Yes. I didn't have any idea that you had this much dark shit as well. Oh, sorry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Should we, uh, should we switch it up for a little bit? I can if uh, you would like to. I mean, maybe get in the sports. Uh, if you're a college football fan, uh, I feel like you should follow me on you know on a few bets. That's right. I'm putting it out there. I am a diehard Florida State Seminole fan. Oh, that's sad. And I have decided since week two against Sam Ford that I'm betting against Florida State in every game that they play. Who do they play this week? They this week they played the Syracuse Orange Men. That's not even a real mascot. What the fuck is an Orange Man? No one knows. <laughs> I don't know. But they went to Syracuse and lost by twenty three. I know. I saw. My that. only solace is that I won a good bit of cash on that. I know. I wish I'd followed you on that bit. Because I just forgot. They are garbage. They are so garbage that retired. Porn star extraordinaire Mia Khalifa yep. has started a GoFundMe. I think she likes Florida State. To buy out not this year, Willie though. Taggart. Now, I'm not that rabid of a fan. I'm not like, hey, let's fire this guy after three games. I will tell you this. I'm not impressed by anything he's done after three games. Uh, right now, I don't like the guy. And I feel like I could go to Tallahassee and coach the team better. But we're going to let it rock. going to let it rock. But until Florida State shows me that they can play football, I am betting against them every week. For me, it's win-win. It's either A, they fucking lose and I get paid, or B, they actually win and I lose a small amount of money. I have no idea. 
Hey, who do you think the uh, p- power rankings are for the NFL right now? Top five. They've moved a lot this week. But they, top five, you want to guess? I Sure. Take your top five crack. I'll tell you what you get right. Okay, so uh, from the jump, we're going uh, number one, Rams. Correct. Um, we're going number two, Patriots. Ooh. They are in the top five, but they are not number two. Not number two. They are number four. Uh, I want to put the Vikings up there in the top five. They're not even in the top five. The fuck? I don't know why. All right, so I've guessed three This is teams. from ESPN. I'm just... I got to guess I gotta guess two more, and then you can tell me all the places that I'm wrong. Um, so I got the Rams. I agree I'm... with you on Minnesota, though. They should be in the top five. I mean, I, how many teams have a quarterback who's thrown for 10 touchdown passes in two weeks? The Chiefs! Put him up there! Let me see Pete Mahomes up in there. Number three, Kansas City. Hey. So you got three. You the got Chiefs are overrated. Left. They can't play defense good enough. Anyway, um, right I, lo- now, right I love the Chiefs, though. Don't get me wrong. Right now, it doesn't matter. Okay, so I've, I've had four guesses. So guess number five is Jacksonville. Absolutely. Number two, Jacksonville. Slant routes, baby. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that the Patriots are, like, third on the power rankings? New England is number four. They moved down from two. Who the fuck is three? Kansas City. Kansas City 3, Rams 1, Jacksonville 2. Yes, Jacksonville's number this 2. This is monumental. For like the last... Blake motherfucking... The balls. last half decade, the Patriots have been like number 1 on Vegas' power rankings. Yes. Every all, week. All the time. Who this you got is number crazy. Five? What? Who's your number 5? We didn't go to number 5? No, you got Rams, Jacksonville, Kansas City, New England, and you got one more. And I'll tell you why I already disagree with them. Oh, Minnesota. No, Minnesota's not that. It's what Philadelphia. The fuck. Okay. All right. I mean, that, that's maybe because Carson Wentz comes back. Well, yeah, Carson Wentz is coming back. And you know who hopefully I got? he lights it up because he's I'm taking on New England both out. of my fantasy teams. I'm taking New England out, and I'm putting Ryan Fitzpatrick in God there. God damn it. I'm putting him in my top five, dog. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic along with Minnesota. They're going you, in my top five. I'm you. taking out New England and Philadelphia. Carson Wentz hadn't played yet. Show me. Apparently, Justin's from Missouri. <laughs> the show me state. Um, and I feel like Carson Wentz is going to show you. However, his supporting cast is very hobbled right now. Yeah. Ajayi's back hurts. Yeah, a lot of people um, thought they would take Josh Gordon. Because, don't they still uh, have Alshon Jeffrey? No, I think he's hurt. That's what I mean. He's hurt, but he's yeah. not playing. He is not playing. That's right a now. definite minus because don't. you don't want your number one wide receiver to be Nelson Aguilar. Nope. They've, tr- they've tried that already. Also, they are negative six and a half against the Colts. If you'd like to take that bet, well, uh, rephrase that. The Philadelphia Eagles are minus six and a half against the Colts go. at home. Minus six and a half against the Colts at home, which I don't know what the Colts are at all. I have the no Colts idea. don't know what they are. We don't know what they are. I do know that they went to Washington and made Alex Smith look like Alex Smith. Yeah, I will give you three hundred yards passing. 7,000 first downs, and I will score zero touchdowns. Yep. And that's why I don't play in Kansas City anymore. Yep. I would be more mad about this, but Patrick Mahomes is on my big money fantasy team, so I'm actually kind of thrilled. Andy Reid is a fucking fantastic regular season coach. He is. And that's all I need him for. for Marty Schottenheimer. Marty Ball, baby. You know who else? I like that would just slam opponents in the regular season and then kind of trails off toward the playoffs. Buffalo Bills fans. 
Except that they do it on tables with their, themselves. Table slamming. Tell Ta- us about it. Dude, so I didn't know this, but table slamming is a big deal in Buffalo, New York. Especially during uh, regular season games when they are tailgating. Hey! hey. Which I, I kind of get, especially if you're on this Buffalo Bills team. Because this Buffalo Bills team is very sad. What else is going to bring you joy? Nothing. I guess acting like a WWE superstar and slamming your drunk friend into a table. You got damn right. But the sheriff's department is not happy about this, and they have made a stand about cracking down on table slamming in the, uh, I don't know why. What are they going to do? How are they going to enforce that? Stop that. And then take him to jail? I don't know. It's 40,000 fans out there with a shitty team jumping on tables. Like, how are they going to enforce this it's table? Buffalo. I don't even want to get out of my car in Buffalo. It's only I'll going get to get colder. My car in Buffalo in September? Maybe. Yeah, but it's only going to get colder. In late October, though. Fuck January. I'm not getting out. December. Because they're never going to be playing December, in January. December, <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's very north, Buffalo. Ah, man. And you know what? I would need to slam my friend into a table when... Because uh, I almost feel like I should just quit on my team. Because they're that bad. Dude... Now, personally, I want to quit on my team, which is Florida State. However, there's one gentleman who took this to a, should I, dare I say it? This is the first and last time I'll say this on this podcast. He took it to a whole nother level. Dun, dun, dun. He plays for the Buffalo Bills, and his name is Vontae Davis. Vontae Davis, the ex-Colt. He went in at halftime of the Bills drubbing by the, what team were they getting whooped by? The Los Angeles Chargers. Yes. Phillip Rivers out there just bringing them up. Yes, he goes in the halftime. He, he's a very nice cornerback. He's been in the league for a while. He's established. He went in at halftime and decided, you know what? Fuck this shit. This team is garbage. These coaches are, coaches are garbage. These quarterbacks can't throw. And, you know, I didn't sign up for this shit. I didn't sign up for a rebuild. This motherfucker retired at halftime of a game. (laughs) He put his street clothes on, and he fucking left. Imagine being a Buffalo fan out there tailgating, right? Slamming your buddies in the tables. Doing your table slams. Just doing your thing. You couldn't afford to get in the game, but... You bought parking passes just so you could be close to the action. Next thing you know. And while you're getting hyped. You see Vontae Davis just walking past you. Slamming your buddy <laughs> into a table. Vontae Davis is like, hey, y'all got a beer or what? And you're like, oh, shit, Von- Yeah, he Shouldn't you be the nickelback right now? And drank like a bottle of Crown Royal and slammed a whole bunch of beers. Oh, my God. I, I have some thoughts about this. <laughs> I've got a lot. I have been on some really bad teams. I have never been paid to play sports. Nick, I wish. Um... Me personally, with the understanding that I have now, I would never quit on my team at the half. I would finish it out, and then I just wouldn't come back. Uh, so, I, there's two schools of thought on this. Like one, yeah, he quit on his team and he left, and that's it's valid. And the other one is, do you want somebody out there on the field who has already quit in his mind and doesn't give a fuck about what happens to your team? I don't want him out there. You might as well get the younger player reps. 
Yep. If this motherfucker is already mentally defeated. If he's mentally done, yeah, get him out. Because you're just going to hurt other people at that point. Uh, yeah, football is 60% mental. The other 40% is talent. Baseball, the the ratio is way more skewed. It's like fucking uh, 85-15. Mental. 80, yeah, 80, yeah, 85 yeah. mental, 15 talent. Yeah. You see what they have to do with guys and send people down because their brain are, brains are, hey, Ken Giles, what's going on? It happens. It's like all baseball players are fucking kickers. They're agi- they're Speaking fucking, of their egos are fucking fragile uh, as fuck. Tell us about the uh, kicking failure. Of I didn't want to have a sports-heavy show, but holy shit, this NFL year After is, this, we're getting off of sports. I, I, would, I would much appreciate that, but Jesus Christ, this is the worst kicking I've seen in any NFL season ever. It's awful. The Browns should be 2-0. and oh. <laughs> And God not damn, against slashes. Right. The Steelers, playoff team, yep. and... The fucking Saints. Well, they should have beaten championship team. Beaten both teams. Yep. No problem. Old Gonzalez, Shankalay motherfucker, and uh, also my fantasy football draft. I took the Minnesota kicker who Shankalay motherfucker. He's man. no longer employed, and he shouldn't be. Jesus. But hey, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and it looks like Dan. Motherfucking hey, Dan Bailey. Fuck Bailey. Dallas for releasing that dude. That's dumb. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm mad at them. As far as you know, does Zane Gonzalez still have a job? That's the Browns kickers, by the way. No, I don't think he does. I would hope that he didn't. I would hope so. No, I, uh, they tried out Carlos Santos and one other guy, and then they just hired a completely other dude. And I don't remember what his name was. This but is I, fucking crazy. I'm most positive Gonzalez does not have a job. I feel like I could just train myself for like one year to kick 40-yard field goals. You've got four, or excuse me, three girls at home. That's correct. You should just train. You want me to have the first one female them. in the NFL Why out not? of my family? Why not? I tell you what, we can do this. Here's what I need. Remember Necessary Roughness when they had the girl kicker with Scott Bakula? I don't watch movies with Scott Bakula in it. Why the fuck not? Scott Bakula is an American treasure. No, I only watched that one uh, Star Trek show he was in. Enterprise. Enterprise. He was, he was, which is ridiculous. It's not that good. It's lower tier of the Star Trek series. I mean, hit me with the TNG, hit me with the DS9, and then I don't care about the rest. Uh, how about some Quantum Leap with Scott Bakula? Hey, Quantum Leap. Check it out, though. If I'm going to get one of my three girls into the league, I'm going to need Pat McAfee to come live at my house for a little while. Or i got to send a girl to live at his house. But the way that he parties... It's similar to mine, hey. but he probably doesn't have a wife, so it's not really suitable for a child to live he in. He probably doesn't. I had this segue about NCAA and going into Mario Kart penises. It, whoa. We're totally going to skip Wait that. Wait a minute. <laughs> I am really curious about an NCAA segue into penises, but anyway, let's skip that. Let's yeah, skip totally that. skip it. we got to get off sports or we're going to yes. lose listeners. Yes, we're going to get off sports. Also, I think we should go to our list this week. Booze on a budget. And so, as everybody knows, there's times you're in college, like we talked about at the beginning of the cast, that, man, you're just, you're just, you're strapped for cash and you need something quick and strapped. I'm, it sucks, man. So, one of my go to's in college was always Milwaukee's best. <laughs> this one goes in my top five because at least. In the 2000s, you could get the 16-pounder Milwaukee's Best for like five bucks. You could get a six-pack of 16 ounces, 
And pro tip, they fit perfectly in your crisper. Boom. If you only got one refrigerator, I'm up to like 12 now, but whatever. In college, I had one refrigerator in my apartment, but the crisper was where my 16-ounce pounder Milwaukee's Beast went. I love that Justin's talking about space economy in terms of fridges right now when he has four at his house right now. I have a lot of fridges. (laughs) A lot of fridges. How many of those account for booze? We've come a long way. Booze and meat. They're full of booze and meat. That's correct. And that's what they should be full of. I have one that's just for booze. Yes. And one that's just for meat. Correct. And then I have a kegerator just for booze. Kegerator haven't had ass. Oh, damn. Yeah, man. You're living the American dream. <laughs> you just can't tell because you're working for the man every night and day. I guess so. I'm not married. I have no kids. Hey, yeah, yeah. That's uh, a definitely a plus. Definitely So a anyway, plus. the top five. Milwaukee's best is in the top five. I don't have a place to put it right now. But coming in at number five, I've got Mickey's because those five or four, five. Huh? This is coming in at five. five. We're, gonna, we're gonna put Milwaukee's best at number four, but Mickey's were coming in at number five mm-hmm. because it's not quite beer. It's malt liquor. It's inexpensive. Also, they look like hand grenades, and you can make you can turn them into Molotov cocktails should the apocalypse ensue at any moment. Please don't listen to him and try to turn your Mickey's into Molotov cocktails. And they have Swift Offs, so you could totally make them into Molotov cocktails. But the best thing about Mickey's is that they don't taste like beer, and women tend to like them. So not only, maybe you've not found this, but I have found that, yes, they're boozing on a budget, but also, women tend to like the taste of them. Hey, least, Mickey, you so fine. You so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey. Hey, Mickey. At least better than a Milwaukee's Best does. I have not found that women love Mickey's, but continue. Please. Number three on the list, the Miller High Life 30-pack. Yes. Because that is my camping extraordinaire. I am on board. If I am going camping and I am drinking beer, I am taking a Miller High Life 30-pack. Because at the time, it was... Anywhere from thirteen to seventeen dollars, and for thirty beers in a weekend—at least a Friday night and a Saturday night—that was pretty much all I needed. So for fifteen bucks, I can go camping anytime, anywhere. I feel like he didn't calculate food costs in that. What the fuck do you need food for? Ah, for camping. I stand corrected. So number two on the list, which is kind of a new addition, Boda Box. I drink box wine and I stand by box wine. However, not all box wines. Boda box, I feel, is superior in every way. Also, anytime I can have four bottles of wine that don't expire or go bad and oxidize, I'm on board for that. Hmm. But number one. Number one. My go-to. Benchmark bourbon. Old number eight. Hey, is uh, is the benchmark panis here? No, but they should be. Hey, if they're not. Let's do an ad for them real quick. I got some benchmark in my glass right now. Yes. It's old number eight. It's in my glass. I mix it with a little Topo Chico. It's like Jack Daniels, but not. But way better. Way better per um, ounce. Ounce? Yes. Yes. Per dollar. The value is there. Yes, the value is there. I've had Specs employees tell me the same. Mm. So anyway, benchmark bourbon. It tastes pretty good. It's really cheap. A seven fifty is like eleven dollars, and it's made of glass, so your friends probably won't make fun of you. Maybe I can't guarantee it. This is how you become an alcoholic. 
Also, that's his, what I got. His friends do and will make fun of him. Um, so I guess I got to do my shit, in which I expect to be uh, made fun of. Where's my list? Uh, are you doing a quote for a guy that you don't care about? Right I'm now? not doing a quote for <laughs> shit. We're doing the boozing on the budget top five. <sighs> I I put very little thought into this because I was probably drunk when I did it. But anyway, uh, and I, I gotta go back, go back to college on this shit because uh, nowadays I have That's money. When you're on a budget to buy what I want, but boozing on a budget. The very first is a. Uh, Four to six pack of Steel Reserve. Oh my god, that's so disgusting. It tastes like steel, steel cleaner, and turpentine. Yeah, Comet. Yes. It's like if you were trying to clean steel with Comet and then you made it into a (laughs) bucket and you drank it. That's correct, but it'll get you to where you need to go. I would rather huff gasoline in a pinch. Nope. And I would not rather have <laughs> Also, don't do that. Now, oh, I call this the college special. Oh. It's a six-pack of tall boys of Miller High Life mixed with some NyQuil. Oh. Mm, I didn't buy the NyQuil. You're taking it up a notch. The parents bought the NyQuil. They made sure it was in my dorm room. What about Tylenol PM? Did you ever put any of those in your beer? I absolutely did not. And do I you can know tell you did? why. Do you know who did? I do not. My friend, Miguel Cardenas. Did Miguel have to go to the hospital? No. I should have put him in the hospital because a girl was coming over to our apartment and he decided to play chemical warfare. He was a little bit chubbier. A lot of bit chubbier. (laughs) And he decided he had no chance at getting, we'll call her Lindsay. Yes. At getting Lindsay, who was coming over to the apartment. So he chemical warfared my... Miller High Life, we'll call To it. be fair, I feel like we both know Lindsay was coming to the apartment for you. Yes, she was. However, he should have been able to handle that shit and hold his. I don't think he did. Nope. All right, I need to get through this list. Yeah, get through it. I man. need to get through it. All right, so we got <laughs> we had the, we had the Steel Reserve. We had the Miller High Life, Tall Boys, and NyQuil. Oh my god, this this is college shit. I don't do this anymore. I will get into what I no, do. No, you're an now. adult now. Oh, the old college special. Digging into the couch and your pants that you're about to put in the washer, pulling the change out, stacking it all together, and going to the store to get some forty ounces. Mm. Old English. Old English. Yes, that led me to have super awesome beginnings of nights and terrible ends of nights. But I regret nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Old English. You know what old English reminds me of? High gravity. What does it remind (laughs) you of? High gravity is awful, too. It's all awful. I guess because we spent, like, so high gravity reminds me more of, like, high school because we spent all our money on weed. So all we had left over was, like, a dollar or two. And the guy... I kind of had a beard, sorta, at the time, so I could go to the Diamond Shamrock. It, Diamond, you remember Diamond Shamrock? Absolutely. Okay, so I used to go to the Diamond Shamrock on my house, and I would buy high gravities or steel reserves, or Boone's Farm if the ladies were with me. 
but I would ultimately get, you know, Milwaukee's best 16 ounces or whatever. We snuck in. We used to have to sneak booze into the movie theater because there wasn't an Alamo Draft House back then. I feel like I grew up differently than you because I You probably did. I We never had the urge to sneak booze into a movie theater because we could sneak into a gated community and drink booze in fucking mansions. And that's what we did. Oh, yeah, we didn't have that. That's what we did. But Old English reminds me of something I wanted to talk about this week that happened in 1814. Christian, I want you to imagine yourself. It's the early 1800s, and you just got home from your blacksmith job. I would say, oh, so I'm a slave? No, no, I didn't say that. It's the early 1800s. You just got home. What the fuck fuck else was I doing? You're in London, and... Oh, we're not in America. We're not in America. I didn't know. You're in London, and you're you're just coming home from your blacksmith job. It's been a tough day. Your wife's out there sweeping the stoop. You come out with your uh, your cold beer, and uh, you look you look down the street. First, you look at your wife's ass, and look down the street, and all of a sudden, to your left, barreling down the street, is a 15 foot tall wave of London brewed porter beer, a beer nami if you have it. There's a beer Nami coming down the street. Yes. The Max Horseshoe Brewery, also known as the Beer Nami of 1814 in London, UK. Have this you heard about this? This shit has a historical name? Yes. My only, the only problem with this is that they didn't have a reenactment. We can make that happen. Enough people didn't die, apparently. But guess what? Eight people died. So the Horseshoe Brewery decided they could build the biggest vat. To fit 200 people in for dinner. This giant fermentation tank that could fit 200 people in. And they filled it with about a half million. And don't quote me on this. But I'm doing the best I can off many different websites. A half million gallons worth of beer. Well, guess what? Those big wooden barrels with those iron rings. One of them failed. They didn't hold up. They did not hold hold up. up. And a 15 foot beer nami of porter beer. Christian, how do you like porter beer? Um, the only reason that I don't don't drink porters all the time <laughs> every day is because my wife will not allow that. We're not going to get into why. We're not. But we'll tell the listeners that she has a legitimate reason. The 15-foot beer Nami destroyed two structural members of the London community. Now, I don't know how nice these houses or structural members were, but it was enough to bring down at least two houses. Now, some of the facts are a little rickety here eight people were killed trapped in rubble or drowned and apparently people were just drinking beer off the streets which i can't be mad at them i was about to say don't judge us we just went through harvey a year ago imagine if that was all porter if that flood <laughs> water was alcoholic we would have repaired uh, houston at a much earlier time i mean we might have died too so anyway from what i've from what I've gathered, eight people died, and then a ninth person died in the hospital from alcohol poisoning. I guess he couldn't get enough porter. I, I'd say he got a little too much. People are literally running out in the streets with buckets and barrels and trying to fill up as much shit as they possibly can. Wait, wait, wait. I need all of you beer drinkers to think of this. How much porter would you have to drink to literally kill yourself? Now, now wait. Let's think about this. This is still in the fermentation phase. 
Ah, so ah. the alcohol levels were inconsistent. I don't know exactly. I've brewed beer before. I don't know exactly at what stage it was at. If it was hot wort, it just melted your face off. But I don't think it was. I think it was later down the fermentation phase. Okay. Either way, people were just drinking out of the streets. There is another thing that I, I saw on not all websites, but some that indicated that some of the hospitals actually broke out in riots because some of the wards thought they were serving them beer while the others were not. Thus, medical help could not be reached. Chaos! Chaos oh, no. ensued. Now, please tell me why we don't celebrate this every year, or at least have a reenactment. Because this is America, and if we didn't accomplish it, we don't celebrate it. Uh, As no. a matter of fact, half the shit we celebrate, we didn't even accomplish. We just celebrated it anyway. But it's America. Um, so you're saying there was something by the name of hot wart that people could not or would not drink? I wouldn't drink hot wart. There's no alcohol in it. But I'm, yeah, I'm saying if that's coming down the road, people aren't trying to drink that. No. Because at our base, we're animals. And if we're going by smell and taste, we know what we can drink and what we can't. Basically. We just don't know what we can't drink too much of. Because we are bastards with no self-control. Indeed. Yes. Mm, indeed. Mm, indeed. I don't know what my fate would have been if I was there. But I probably would have been cleaning some... I tried some, to put you there. I probably would have been cleaning some white person's house and not able to join in the, yeah. the festivities anyway. I, I don't think you're surfing in this... Uh... I'm not surfing in anything. That's <laughs> surfing. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're all aware of the NRA. Can anyone tell me why the NRA has TV shows? They have TV shows. That is the perfect answer. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until last week. I, I don't understand why they would have them. I thought they were just advocates for firearm ownership. Yeah. And Second Amendment rights. Second Amendment rights. Absolutely. But wait, there's more? Apparently, they were like, we need more than this. We need to generate revenue from bullshit-ass TV shows. So, I feel like if I tell this story, people are going to think that it's fake. Why would they think that, Christian? Because, um, you, I would expect that you're all familiar with Thomas the Tank Engine. Or Thomas and Friends, uh, as is the name of the show. I know. And it's just about a bunch of trains <laughs> and other supplementary vehicles that have tr- help trains. <laughs> With voices and fucking eyes and mouths and shit. It's an animated program. Which is fine. Yes. I would totally let my children watch Thomas and the Tank Engine. Unless. I'd be fine with that. But apparently. What is this bitch's name? I think it's Dana Loesch. I don't know if I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. We don't and have a producer to look at this up. At this point, I don't actually care. She's a spokeswoman for the NRA. And in the past, she said things that I've agreed with uh, until Philando Castillo got murdered and then they were on silent mode. So I was I was done with them. When I get into that, stand on the cartoon. Dana Loesch kind of looks like Victoria. Dana Loesch is an attractive lady. She is. But if you just listen to her speak for a little while, 
Can't do it. You just want to wrap your hands around her neck. You know, whatever. So, here's another question. Why would any show on NRA TV ever be talking about Thomas and Friends? Thomas and the Tank Engine. Why the fuck would they ever talk about that? I, I don't know. I mean, trains work hard? No one knows. No one knows. Trains, I trains I work know hard. At all. I don't know. However, Dan Walsh took on her show on NRA TV, which is something that I don't understand why it exists, took exception to the fact that Thomas and Friends were adding more friends to the show. They were adding a bevy of female friends. Okay. She didn't like that. She didn't like it. She's mad about girl trains. Wait, Dana is? Dana Loesch. She doesn't Dana, like girl trains. The female. She doesn't is... like, wait, wait. She doesn't like people running trains on girls, or she just doesn't like girl trains? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. We're not getting into running trains. Um, okay, I was just confused. That's all up to the women. Um, the women are autonomous if they confused. want do you lay down with multiple partners the, uh, in a night? They can the main, do that. The main word being there, autonomous. But we are talking about an animated TV show for children. Thomas. Thomas Friends has been on the air for decades. They decided to add some characters. A lot of which were, were female. Danny was not on board with that. I don't know. Imagine being this age and caring about cartoons. Imagine being the spokeswoman. She's a mom. For the NRA. So says Twitter. With children and yes. caring about gender on children's cartoons. I, I feel like maybe she's just appealing to followers. <sighs> yeah, I can totally buy that. She's trying to goose her base. She learned it from the best. She's Donald got J. almost Trump. a million. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably following Trump's lead. But that doesn't make what she said any less stupid. What did she say? So, apparently, of these female trains that they added, uh, they also brought into play ethnicity. Uh, Danielish is specifically mad about an anthropomorphic train named Naya from Kenya. Oh. She's so alive. mad that she had her graphics department put fucking clan hoods on the trains in Thomas and Friends with the question of were there some past racial improprieties and that now it's just SJWs trying to recoup? Um, I, I don't I, I don't even I lacked I lacked the creativity, I lacked the brain function to even try to comprehend what the fuck she was doing. I don't follow it. I'll all. tell you this. If you put clan hoods on cartoon trains, I'm gonna think you're fucking unbalanced at the very least. Yeah, I probably will follow you on Twitter. Well, no, I'm gonna follow you on Twitter, but just to see the dumb shit you do. Just for content. That's right. Just for content. So Naya the Kenyan set her off so much that she literally put clan hoods on trains. And they published this. Who the who was giving approvals for this? Not one person was at the NRA was like Hey, this is a bad idea. Maybe we shouldn't put clan hoods on cartoon trains. I can't see any reason or any profitable reason to put clan heads on cartoon trains. Zero. That's ridiculous. I don't want to talk about this shit anymore. It's just, <laughs> just pissing me off. You know who might brighten you up? 
What's up? A tweet of the day by John McAfee. Oh, fuck. Which, it was his birthday recently, so happy birthday, John. Happy birthday! Hey! That means drink fuckers. Also, it was John's birthday. John, you still have a standing invite to come on our podcast and promote whatever crypto bullshit you're doing. We support it 100%. And this will never stop unless you, like, touch a kid or some terrible shit. Don't do that. So here is John McAfee's quote of the week. I am disliked. The number one reason is my insistence, speaking of the NRA, on exercising my right to carry arms. While I am frightened by the recent human fad of wandering around unarmed and pray that we return to the sanctity of the Renaissance, in parentheses we say, everyone carries a sword, I respect your right to be unarmed. So I looked at this and I thought about it and I was like, I don't think he actually means the Renaissance. I think, as we usually think, where people were painting and everything was better. I think what he means is just back in the day when everybody was carrying swords and fucking fighting each other. Are you implying that John McAfee is not up to snuff on his historical references? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not implying that at all. I'm just saying his, his idea of the Renaissance or the Renaissance is actually a different time period than what we have been told to believe in our history books. His renaissance is another time when everyone carried a sword, which doesn't actually have to be the renaissance that we see in the history books with Michelangelo and there was, you know, the arts came back and it was post-medieval uh, times. Yeah, it was post-medieval times. Uh, we had uh, mastered agriculture and to a point to where um, all poor people were not working all day, every day. So there was an opportunity for the gifted of the poor people to exercise. When you have time. Their creativity. People had more time. And that was a huge part of the Renaissance. People that that is the actual Renaissance. They could create. Yeah, that was the actual Renaissance. John McAfee doesn't believe Maybe that. he found a mini Renaissance. <laughs> I think he did. Or maybe he's just a crazy person but who you we know love. What? You know what I thought about? Renaissance. I say Renaissance because Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother actually allowed me to learn how to actually spell Renaissance without having to look it up every fucking time. And it's by pronouncing it Renaissance in your head. Yes. If you do that, you'll never misspell the word ever again, I promise you. However, John McAfee is talking about the Renaissance when everyone carries a sword. So I started thinking. Texas, or at least the Houston area, has a pretty big renaissance fair every year. Guess where no one ever gets shot? The renaissance. The renaissance festival. Do you know why? Because no one wants a tiger lily samurai to chop their dick off when they start shooting rounds into the crowd. And they'll leave you just enough alive to let the authorities take you in and you'll get forever raped in prison. I have a... Jesus Christ. That was dark. I'm sorry. I have a different, <laughs> I have a different idea why people don't get shot at the Renaissance. Okay, because no one is driving all the way to Todd Mission, Texas, just to commit crimes. Agree. <laughs> when I go to Todd Mission, I walk around and drink booze and eat food. Yes, that's part of. But my, mostly, my wife does, that's and I just tolerate it. Ginger, and then we go home. <laughs> Although camping out is cool, I like doing that. Yeah, I don't. I don't camp. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I typically do not lay my head in a place where I don't have fucking four to five bars of Wi-Fi. 
Oh, Christian would need four to five there. bars of something else to actually sleep outside. Yeah, I would need four to five Xanax bars. Yes. No, just one. Just one. And I would sleep good. Mm. And I would get up fucking refreshed. But none Maybe of my white people be... connects have been coming through like they used to. You should podcast on remote. So I'm not camping. That's right. But anyway, that is the John McAfee tweet of the week. And I, I really believe that. I think that, uh, man, if you carry it. Also, I think Texas just. The Texas not just uh, we can carry swords now, like no matter what, like we'd be like samurais, like champloo and stuff. Well, yeah, and the reason they did this is because they passed open carry, and you can't be like, hey, white folks, you can openly carry firearms, but not swords or knives. So yeah. the logical thing was, holy shit, Texas did a logical thing. The logical thing was, if you can open carry firearms, you can also carry. Your long sword, or your samurai sword, or your dagger. So yeah, it's the fucking Royal Rumble here. You I remember when they used to have like a five inch rule that like you couldn't carry a knife that was longer than five inches. I remember. Play. You remember that? Shit? I remember. No more crossbows. Fuck yeah, Texas baby. Crossfire. <laughs> Crossfire. Uh, we're gonna let y'all in on that later. Oh man, best headline of the week. This comes from Digital Spy, and quote-unquote, Stormy Daniels pulls out of Loose Women at the last minute. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think Stormy Daniels is the one who would be doing the pulling out. <laughs> I mean, uh, loose, loose Women would be something I would pull out of. I don't know about you, but... The last minute is the time to do it. I had things to say about that, but he <laughs> prefaced it with loose women, so I have to hold my tongue. Ah. If you recall, Samsung put out the seemingly awesome phone, the Galaxy Note 7. It had a nice big screen. It had a stylus that came with it. It was very powerful. We were thrilled. Until them shit started blowing up in people's pockets. It exploded in phones. Almost like the Chargers have exploding tight end disease. So. The Galaxy Note 7 has exploding cell phone disease. So, you know, you fast forward about a year and a half after they have to recall all of those phones. Which would be disastrous to, a, you know, a logically sized company. But this is Samsung. They're transcendent. So they put out the Galaxy Note 8. Yes. It comes out, it doesn't explode, people complain about its lack of power, whatever. It's, on my own personal review, it's a solid phone. It's a solid phone. It'll do anything you need it to do. Now, it's 2018. Hey. The Galaxy Note 9 has released. I kind of want that phone. You know what? I kind of want it too. Has a giant screen, so if cool. your wife's cutting you off, you can just go watch flicks in the bathroom. Flicks, yeah. I know what kind of flicks. flicks. I'm watching. You can watch them. You have great sound. You have a pretty nice size screen that you can also hold in your hand. However, oh, yeah, the first lawsuit has already been filed for a Galaxy Note Nine catching fire in a woman's purse. Ah. Uh. Thank Samsung God. still doesn't have this battery thing worked Thank out. Thank God she wasn't masturbating. Oh, I mean, hold on. Like, how, I don't want to ask this, but how do you masturbate? Do you have the phone in your jack hand? Because I don't think you do. No, I feel like you have the phone here. 
But, you got your piece in your other hand. But exactly. Your phone catches on fire. You throw it, and you're done jerking off for the night. What are phones made out of? A whole bunch of shit, nigga. Right. Aluminum, steel, plastic, glass. Plastic, plastic, plastic melts, right? Plastic yeah. would drop because of gravity. I'm just thinking of my genitals and the top you, of my thighs. You don't own any Samsung phones, though. No. Since about the S6, no matter what they're made of, they're all encased in glass. Mm. This is why they're waterproof and also why they're super easy to break. So by the time the phone gets too hot for you to hold it, you're going to put it down before you drip any fucking plastic or molten steel on you. Hey, they fixed one thing. You're not going to drip molten bullshit on your foot and burn it. See, that's what I'm worried about. It's going to be in your pocket. My penis. Yeah. Put it in your front pocket. You might burn your dick. going to burn your dick, dog. Jesus Christ. They got to get their shit together, man. I don't even know how their stock can take another one of these. I say that, but Chipotle has had like several Listeria or other nonsense outbreaks where they had to close stores. And then their stock lost like fucking 5%. But they keep recovering. Are they too big to fail? Don't get me started on Chipotle. But you already have, so let me get into it. They call shredded beef barbacoa. I love. Don't get me wrong. I love Chipotle. Chipotle is an awesome company, I think. If you're you're trying to lose some weight and be healthy and you need a low-carb, quick fix, boom, boom, boom. Chipotle is the way to go. Go get a bowl or a salad. You're rocking and rolling. However, they also do some shit that is borderline fucking blasphemy. Like calling shredded beef barbacoa. It's not fucking barbacoa. It's not cachete. It's just fucking shredded beef. Yes, but they call it barbacoa. They put a little grease on there and think it's okay. It's not. Honestly, if you were in like Washington State or Minnesota... You can get away with this. No, it's like Bro, calling... Bitch, this is Texas. We know what barbacoa is. Goddamn right. It's like Taco Bell calling something beef. No, it's beefy, bro. They should have a, they should have a sign that says barbacoa E or cachete E. e. Just like they should have another sign that says queso E. Because the shit they serve at Chipotle is not queso. No, nigga, it's just yellow sauce. <laughs> it's yellow sauce. It's yellow sauce. I don't know about you white people, but I like my queso to be cheese. And I like it to have a little spice with it and some seasoning. And Ever- with the shit they serve there, I know it was a big promotional item. That's not queso. Sorry, folks. I'll put it to you like this. If uh, the uh, garden variety white person knew what actual queso and barbacoa was, Chipotle wouldn't even be in business. Nope. But you are from the valley. You're from North Mexico. That's right. I, I am from here, but I have very good relationships with a uh, Mexican transplants who uh, cooked homemade Mexican food. And uh, so, yeah, I'm out on that. Like, you might hear people like, mm, should I do this? I don't want to shit on a potential sponsor. I'm going to do it anyway, though. I hear a lot of white people like, oh, my God, Torchy's Tacos is so good. <laughs> And I'm like, hey, can you go ahead and uh, give me the money that I'm going to spend on that? And I'll just go to Las Tarascas and I'll get some authentic Mexicano food. Or Supermercado Gigante. Gigante. Any of that. Any of that. It's better than... I can't say it. Can you explain to me how you feel about Torch's food and how you feel about the people who prepared it? Torch's food, uh, well, it should be made by authentic people that know how to make tacos. But who is it made by? It's made by white people, man. And what does it taste like? White people food. Ah. You know what white people food is? 
Yes. It's unseasoned. <laughs> they don't. They think salt will kill you. They think pepper's going to kill you. Garlic? Shit. You're going to die. Let's, guys, it's 2018. And if you spend enough time on the internet, you'll understand, yes, salt causes slight inflammation, but it's actually what your body needs to survive. He's saying all There's the things I There's a reason your body craves salt. It's good for you. Correct. Drink beer. Eat salt. It makes food taste better. Way better. It's essential. It's an essential building block for your life and the food you eat. Don't shun the salt. Don't do it. Unless your doctor tells you to do it, because we don't want to sue that guy. We don't don't want him to sue that guy. We don't want him to sue us. Hey, but just on a hunch, your doctor's probably wrong because doctors fucking suck. Check it out. An unfortunate side effect of. Zane Gonzalez missing all those kicks is that the Twitter army came after him. <laughs> you sure he wasn't thinking about Kirby Con? They found Zane Gonzalez and they went in hard, hitting up his timeline, hitting up his DMs, death threats, all of it. Oh, Lord. All of it. However, oh. the overwhelming majority of them found the wrong Zane Gonzalez. Oh, no. Poor they Zane found Gonzalez. Zane Gonzalez. Who coaches minor league baseball for the fucking Kalamazoo Growlers in the Rio Grande Valley League. <gasps> the Rio Grande Valley? To the point where you had to put out a tweet. Hey, listen, I appreciate your passion. I don't play for the Browns. I'm a coach. You want to play baseball? Send me your highlight tapes. Hey, he parlayed that. I like yeah, he handled, for him. He handled it as well as you could handle yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely. I love That's it. That's just, I don't like this. That's something I don't like about the fucking outrage culture that we're in right now. Oh, I know. Something happens, and then everyone's fucking outraged, and they're like, well, let's get this person fired. Let's blow their shit up. And then fucking a third of the time, they have the wrong fucking person. Yes, it's stupid. Can we get to fucking fact check culture and identity verification culture? We spend more time by ourselves and just fucking yelling at people from a digital box. It's so easy. But if you're listening to this podcast, that's fine. Keep doing it. Share it. Also, if you guys haven't followed us on Twitter, our handle is Mr. Christian. At underscore drink freely. That is the podcast handle. If you want to follow either one of the personalities, my handle is underscore we drunk. And Justin's handle is one O beers. Looks like 10 beers, but it's actually 1-0 because some asshole took 10 beers, which is my God-given Cherokee name. Did you, try, did did you try underscore 10 beers? Mm, don't remember. Nah. All right. Just like college. We're going we're gonna to rock with this this 1-0 beers right now, but we're going to try to figure out a way to circumvent this. We can work it out. We might have to pay a person. That was the first thing that worked, so I, that's why I went with. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, I mean, we made Twitter accounts not Path knowing that we were going to do a resistance. podcast that everyone should listen to. So, um, you got any more? You want to close this bitch down? Let's go ahead and close this out. I'm going to close it out with rules for living. I thought we were calling it Sea Dogs Tips for Living. Oh, shit. My bad. But we're not. We're not calling it that. No, no, no. We're calling it Christian's Tips for Living. Hold on. Wait up, guys. I got two. And now, Sea Dogs Tips for Living. And here's Sea Dog.
Hey! Bah, bah, bah. Take a drink. Oh my god. That clip's so bad. Look at that. Look how bad that clipped. Hey, we'll take that. That was paper hitting <laughs> shit. It didn't need to sound good. And now, Sea Dogs Tips for Living. Hey. Here we go. Hey. I got two of them. If you are a member of the Catholic Church, you need to reevaluate your membership of that church. Agree. Uh, and if you don't understand why I'm saying that, you can hit me up at underscore we drunk or underscore drink freely. And I will gladly detail that for you. I might have to slide in your DMs, but I'll do it. Now, the second one. As long as your DMs are the, 18 or older. This, yeah, don't, if you're not 18 or older, please don't message me ever. Um, the second one is, it's kind of serious. I'm not going to go into why, but you as a person. If you feel like something is wrong with you physically, whether it's you don't have the amount of energy you should have had or you're used to having, you don't have the motivation, maybe you're a little bit sluggish, maybe you're a little bit too hyper, anything like that. If you feel like something, you have some kind of imbalance, if something is not correct in your body the way that you're used to feeling it for all the years that you've been alive, go to the doctor. Don't sit at home and rationalize it to yourself. And be like, you know what? Well, maybe if I just change my diet in all these different ways. No. I'm not saying don't change your diet. I'm saying go to the doctor anyway. Go to the doctor. Just go. You never know what you might find early to where you can fix. Mm. Don't let it progress to a point to where there's nothing that can be done about it except for you praying and doing holistic medicine shit. Go to the doctor. That's it. Justin, that's all I got. Uh, thanks for another great show. Thanks for tuning in, Christian. Awesome. Hey! One more A for the people at home that are Drink playing the home up. game. Drink it up, you little bitch. So anyway, fuck the 18th. We'll see you next week. Christian, you got anything else? I have one more thing. Oh. And it is. Later, suckers. Maybe take a wee wee break. Amen. Christian's showing me his pee pee right now. I don't think I take a little break. He sounds like he's way too okay with that. (laughs) But I feel like we should take a little break. We'll be right back, folks. We love you.